Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. JB here with you once again. It's Jackie Robinson Day throughout Major League Baseball. An exciting day, an exciting time to have Carl Crawford with us from Los Angeles. Carl, thanks for taking time out of a very busy and full day there out in Los Angeles. Take some hacks at some fans' questions. Are you excited? It's your first time in the cage. You looking forward to it? Are you nervous? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm excited, you know, kind of interested to see what's, what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Uh, it is cool, and I'm with you. I never know what the fans are going to do either, so each chatting cage is its own thing. We'll find out as the fans get their webcams fired up. Join us right here in the chatting cage and talk to your favorite player. Get some FaceTime with Carl Crawford. I'm going to start with uh, social media, and there's a lot of questions coming in on, on Twitter. So I want to ask you, Carl, in the role you have there in Los Angeles, Greener Gabe wants to know, what's it like for you being a veteran to help guide and play alongside young talent like Jock Peterson, Yasiel Puig. Oh, that's cool because, uh, you know, um, you're the veteran now, so you get to uh, show them how to do things and, you know, answer questions that they might have. And, uh, you know, playing in Tampa, I was with young guys all the time. So, you know, I kind of know how to, how to you know, act around them and, and you know, um, help them out or just do anything to make their careers easier. <laughs> Uh, it must be so great for them, too, to have somebody like you who has such experience, such success uh, in Major League Baseball. Card Crawford is in the Edward Jones chatting cage, as are the fans. All right, fan, you're first up. What's your name? Where you're from? What's your question uh, for Isaac Carl? Sasson. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I'm 14. I'm a big fan. Thank you so much for answering my question. Uh, who is your favorite teammate to play with over the years? Favorite teammate to play with over the years? Um, well, I played a long time with uh, B.J. Upton. You know, we um, you know, we got drafted by the Rays back in the day, and uh, we played for so many years together. So, uh, just playing on the side of him, we had a lot of fun out there. We had a lot of chemistry, and we kind of knew each other so well. So, um, you know, like I said, we was in Tampa, so it was it was it was definitely a lot of fun playing with uh, BJ coming up during the years. Uh, an exciting time here in the chatting cages. Carl Crawford will answer your questions, even if you're in school, which it seemed like that young fan was. Uh, Taking a walk through the hallway, asking us a question. We love that here. And that was from Brooklyn to L.A. <laughs> Nothing much purer than that. All right, we got another fan with us. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Carl? Hi, my name is from La Mirada, California. And my question is, uh, who was your first hit off? And what happened to the ball? Ooh, that's a good question. It was so long ago. I, I, <laughs> I can't even remember, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. No disrespect to that guy. But the ball is still at home. Uh, I gave it to my mother. And, um, you know, set it up at the house. And I remember being excited getting it. I know I know it was in Toronto. I remember that much. But, you know, I was 20 years old when it happened. So I can't even remember. Um, I can't even remember who it was off of. That's is really a shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's also respectful. You didn't have to call out anybody. You mm-hmm. know that you got your first mm-hmm. hit. You had a very successful career. And... Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I need to go back to see it. You know, it wasn't – I'm not sure if it was a guy that got called up or was it a guy that, you know, it it definitely wasn't a a big name. But, um, you know, it's it's embarrassing right now. I can't remember. But um, at the same time, I was definitely happy about it. Uh, I bet there was a lot of good feelings. And I don't think I'm embarrassed about it. You get the ball to mom. I mean, that's a win right there. So, actually, I'm going to go back to Twitter. Yes, you got it. Maybe I can just hit up and, uh, and, and ask her what's the name on the ball. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, Carl's mom, if you're watching, just tweet at us. Uh, hashtag Channing Cage. Who, who yeah. Carl got that hit off. 
We go back now to Twitter. Uh, this is from Lundy Style 33, and it follows up on that a little bit. It's hard to believe you've spent 13 years now in the big leagues. What's that progression been like to where you are right now? Uh, it's been like you never stop learning. Uh, you always uh, learning and learning new stuff and uh, trying to get better at your craft. And, um, you know, it's a process where you, your body starts out one way and then, uh, you know, years pass, things change, stuff like that. Um, you know, you go a lot of places, meet a lot of new people, get a whole bunch of different type of experiences. And uh, it's, it's just one of those things that uh, when you're done playing, you're going to remember and you're going to have a lot of memories to have and, and keep and to share with your grandkids. Uh, this is an outstanding time here with Carl Crawford and the Edward Jones Chatting Cage answering your questions. Get FaceTime with your favorite players just like this fan right here. All right, fan, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Carl? Alan from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, first question, only question. Now that you've played so many years in uh, the big leagues, you spent about half your time, a little more than half your time in the AL. Now you've spent a few here in the NL. What's the biggest difference you've seen? I think the National League um, is a like more of an old school type of feel, you know. Um, feel like it's more traditional, um, you know. The the cities are really nice. Well, the cities are nice in both cities, but in both uh, leagues. But uh, it's just a different feel, more like a tr more traditional feel than the National League. Uh, American League is. Just feels a little bit different. So if I was to, to pick one, you know, I'll I'll say I like the National League better because it's just it's just a different type of feel when you're in the ballparks. We go to social media as the fans get their <laughs> webcams right. We go to social media as the webcams get fired up. Callie Kalee Mullen wants to know who's the hardest pitcher to get a good lead on. The hardest pitcher to get a good lead on. Well, um, you know, he was one of my teammates of mine, and um, um, still to this day, still has a good move. I like to say James Shields. You know, he's so tough to to get leads on. He has a quick move to first base, and he he likes to pitch pick over while you're getting your leads. So it's tough to get off the base sometimes. And um, you know, he's extremely quick over the first base. So if I had to say somebody, I'd say James Shields. James Shields, a former teammate and friend of Carl Crawford, the toughest guy to get a good lead on. There you have it, folks, yeah. just like that. That's how it works in the Edward Jones chatting cage. You get FaceTime with your favorite players, ask a question, <laughs> just like this fan. Are you ready, fan? Go for it. What's your name, where you're from, what's your question? Um, so how is it, I, want, I wanted to know, how is it like playing with a bunch of all-stars like Clayton Kershaw, you know, Matt Kemp last year, you got Yasiel Puig, how, how's that like? Oh, that's great. You know, uh, when anytime you can be on a team with a bunch of <laughs> good players like that, you know, it's good. You know, it, it, it rises your level of play and it's it's fun to watch. So, uh, you know, you almost become a fan yourself when you're watching those guys play. And uh, like I said, it's just it's just good to be on those type of teams when you, you know, um, sit and watch a guy like Kershaw pitch every five days or a guy like Matt, you know, and Puig and Henley and all those guys we had, you know, it's nice to sit back and watch and um, learn stuff, you know, because you're always picking up little stuff that you can learn and stuff like that. And uh, everybody challenging one, one another and uh, raising each other play. So um, it's, 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 it's cool to be on teams like that with a bunch of all-stars. Uh, it's certainly an exciting time to watch. Four-time All-Star Carl Crawford answering a question about playing with those guys. And that team is certainly dynamic and exciting to watch. Carl, big part of that. It is now time 
for the EDJ question of the day. And we we're talking to Carl Crawford of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And this is about uh, sort of a bigger topic and what personally it means to you, Carl. And the question is, what does it mean to you to be playing the civil rights game at home on Jackie Robinson Day? Oh, well, it means a lot to me, you know, um, to be able to play Jackie Robinson game, a guy who stood up for civil rights, um, 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 sacrificed a lot in his life to where guys like myself can be here to play. So uh, this game is a chance for us to represent that and uh, play hard and, uh, you know, just remember all the things that happened in the past and, um, and um, you know, to be able to be out there and, and represent that is, is, is definitely an honor for me. And, you know, you just want to do well and, and keep, that, keep that tradition alive. Carl Crawford answering your questions here on Jackie Robinson Day, talking about the civil rights game there in Los Angeles, uh, an exciting and important time to honor those, connect those dots over history. Jackie Robinson, through players that are playing today. We go back now to social media, and I'll go with uh, Twitter. Uh, this is from uh, Lim Kid. Is it harder for you to hit off a left-handed pitcher or steal off a left-handed pitcher? I would say it's probably harder to steal off a left-handed pitcher because, you know, a lot of times they're reading you, and even if, you know, you have they move, they can they can come over to pick the first. And the, the thing is, a lot of times the umpires don't – they don't call the balk move that they do. So uh, it's pretty tough to read them a lot of times, and they get away with that balk move a lot. And, um, you know, definitely if the game is in a tight situation, you don't want to get picked off. So I say it's tougher to, to – to steal a base off a of left hander. Now, it's a little different when you get to second base. It's not that hard at second, but definitely still in second. It's harder. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, when you're still in third, it's, it's not that hard, but still in second is a little, little difficult. All right, there you have it, folks, the ins and outs of hat, uh, stealing and batting. From Carl Crawford fan joins us in the cage. What's your name? Where are you from? What is your question? Uh, my name's Harrison. I'm from uh, New York, and my question is what type of season do you think the Dodgers will have, and how? And if you make the playoffs, how far do you think you you'll go? And do you think you have the potential to win the World Series? Uh, well, if we make it to the playoffs, I think we can we can do really well. You know, uh, pitching's there, and uh, we have a group of guys who uh, who never give up. So that's the type of team you need in the in the playoffs. You know, uh, guys who're gonna fight to that last out, that last strikeout, or, or um, you know, don't give up at bats and. Um, just, just, just grind out everything. So I think that's the type of team we have this year, and uh, we can get in the playoffs. And uh, I feel like we can, we can, you know, go a little deep and hopefully do better than we did the uh, past two years. That is Carl Crawford talking about the potential for 2015. And as we wrap it up, Carl, I just want to get to one more on social media. One more question on Twitter from Low Lundy Low. Who did you look up to right. as a role model growing up? Oh, uh, I looked up to my family like my uncles grandparents stuff like that um really really wasn't into like uh athletes and stuff like that being my role models um uh, people at home was was my role model so i always wanted to be like my uncle or my grandfather and that's pretty much it you know they guided me through a lot growing up and uh you know got me here today and once i got a little older i started you know watching uh, paying attention to sports figures and stuff like that, but I never really looked at uh, sports figures as uh, role models and stuff like that. There you have it, folks. A great, honest answer from Carl Crawford about uh, who his role models were growing up. Carl, uh, we wrap it up here. One note since we and I have the internet in front of me and you do not, it was Steve Paris. That was that first hit. That was that first pitcher, mm -hmm. according to the internet. 
Got me? All right, yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, that's. Uh, the, I, I remember now. Now it all came back to me. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, I want to ask you, I thought you were phenomenal. <laughs> Incredible time in the cage. How do you feel? You feel it was a good session? Oh, yeah, I feel good, you know. Uh, hey, man, just answer the question. Not, nothing too hard about that. <laughs> we try to keep it just like that, Carl. <laughs> I want to thank you a ton for taking time out of your day to be with us here today. And fans, I want to thank you, as always, for joining us for this round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. We'll see you next time.